Hey, I'm John. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Swinging Made Simple, a show where we take on topics important to swinging and try to offer insight and advice for navigating the lifestyle and relationships. Swing Made Simple, we're here to talk about judgment uh, in and outside of the lifestyle. So uh, I thought maybe we'll start, I think, because this will probably be a little bit quicker, uh, to talk about judgment outside the lifestyle. And I don't know what kind of experience you have with that, if any. A little bit. Hmm. I, I had, man, I, I mean, I've got a, a story, which is when we first started swinging, you know, one of the first things I did was go to my friends and be like, hey, man. You know, hey guys, we've gotten into swinging, and it was a real mixed reaction that I got from that. You know, I had a couple friends that were like, "Oh man, it's pretty cool." You know, one's like, I, "Okay, like I don't care," <laughs> you know, whatever. But I had one that basically got very, very judgy very quickly um, about like that I'm going to, you know, ruin my marriage and we're gonna hurt each other, and that's you know, swinging is just you know, agreeing that cheating is okay, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, did not make me feel good. And I, I no longer tell people I'm a swinger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that. Like, when when I told my close friends, I mean, they didn't, I wouldn't say they were negative about it. They were definitely indifferent uh, in a judgy way. Mm. Like, they, I mean, I... I think their verbatim response was, well, if you want other dudes to fuck your wife, I don't give a shit. Mm. And that was it. Like it was dropped. And then like every now and again, like it'll come up in a conversation where I was like, yeah, we were out with another couple or something like that. And they're like, you're still doing that shit. You know, like, and I mean, but that's it. It's more like, just like, like passive aggressive indifference. (laughs) Which, I mean, I guess, I mean, obviously it's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, if it was, there wouldn't be so many podcasts like, like, hey, we're doing a podcast about living our lives like everybody else. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you hear stories where people worry about losing their jobs or they -hmm. worry about getting shunned from their church or, or, you know whatever community they're in that they're not going to be able to take a part of. Yeah. Luckily I'm not in any of those communities or I really don't give a shit. Yeah. No, same. Like my job does. I mean, my job doesn't really know a lot about me personally. Right. So like, that's not a concern. I don't go to church. Like I, and I feel like if, if uh, my job found out that I was a swinger, like, I don't know, Maybe there'd be some HR health type concerns, <laughs> but that's about it, right? Everybody's like, you use protection? Okay, fine. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, I'm not at all concerned about 
my job finding out and I don't belong to a church and I mean the way I see it is I, I make my decisions and you know I make my choices and whatever happens happens but you know there are a lot of people that are in you know they're in careers where this could be an issue yeah yeah I'm thinking of like if you're in say a CEO type position or, or anything that say deals with the, the public in any way right um a teacher a te- oh yeah <laughs> you know like what was that story that was um oh shit there's a story recently about a teacher getting fired because she had an only fans mm-hmm. yeah what like what i don't like why what's wrong with that right you know uh, that, because uh, she was a teacher in a public school and uh-huh. people had access to risque photos of her so she lost her job <sighs> yeah that's something i think you know, as a society, we got to figure out how to get past that, right? Because, like... You would think. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't you don't find risque photos of your teacher unless you're looking for risque photos of your teacher in the first place, right? So, like... What, what, are there people that go out searching for risque photos of their teacher hoping to get them fired or something? Like, that's why I don't quite understand. Like, if I found, you know, risque photos photos of like my kid's teacher right like okay cool like (laughs) like great that's not i'm not worried that's somehow going to impact her ability to teach the kids well you know know? and i mean but again that's that's a value judgment that we make i mean but you know we deal with those judgments in society all the time Hmm. you know it's you know why can't there be nudity on public television Hmm it's a morality judgment. I mean, that's the society we live in. They, we deal with those judgments every day. You know, why can a man walk on the beach topless, but a woman can't there's, you have all of those issues and those are the judgments you have to deal with. Yeah. You know, where's sexually repressed nation. Kinda. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully podcasts like this one can help uh, bring more people into the fold. That's right. We're <laughs> going to change the world, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> if, if even one listener who was not in the lifestyle reaches out and says like, hey, you know, I understand the lifestyle better now. It's all worth it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Actually, I did have uh, somebody tell me that they were in a situation and while they were in this situation where where sex was a possibility all they could hear was me, was my voice in their head saying consent motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> because they had listened to our consent episode oh good and they couldn't they couldn't do what was about to happen well, they knew it was wrong but yeah. <laughs> so that made me feel good good yeah so we did we reached one person oh, yeah so and so i guess speaking of lifestyle we can segue into talking about judgment within the lifestyle because i feel like that does happen more often than we care to admit to ourselves yeah well we're all judgmental you know everyone says oh i'm not judgmental and everybody's free to do whatever they want to do and i mean we all make judgments i mean we live 
in a society that's full of judgments every day, what would make you think that we wouldn't be making judgments just because we like to sleep with other people's wives? Right. You know, and we all have things that we want. And we all have people that we like to be around and don't like to be around. That's going to happen in the lifestyle as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think, I think making judgments is almost a, I I don't know enough about the science to know if what I'm saying is accurate at all, but I would not be surprised if there's some sort of survival thing that this is based out of. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That we, we have the ability to see something and make a quick judgment about it, you know, and decide if we want to stay there or go or whatever. You know, like I, oh, you know, like a, um, I see that that group of cavemen over there is chasing a, I don't know, this, this. Nope, I'm cutting this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about I see those, I see those cavemen over there, and I don't know them. I'm gonna stay away from them. Yeah. You know, uh, that's 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 bred into our genes. Like, uh, strangers are dangerous. Yeah. So you see you see strange people, you don't go near them. Um you know, and we're all looking for a sense of community. So it's it's funny we're all looking for to get for togetherness, but we tend to only notice otherness. Mm. So and yeah, so we make judgments, you know, you, you see you see a stranger in your space yeah, you're going to look at them and wonder, okay, um, they look a certain way. Yeah. Will they fit in? Or they talk a certain way. Will they fit in? Or they have this type of dynamic. Are they going to fit in? Right. And you make all of those judgments. I mean, and, but I mean, we do that as people. Yeah. So it's only natural that we do it in the lifestyle. And let's face it, some freaky fucking shit happens when, you know, people are living their secret life. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. When, <laughs> when you feel like you're in a safe place, some freaks fly, freak flags fly. Yeah. And that's not for everybody. Like, I was a part of the BDSM community for a short while. My wife gets very eked out by certain practices in the BDSM community. Mm. She knows this is her issue, and it's it's what she deals with, but it's a judgment nevertheless. Right. So if you want to dress up like a dog for an hour, my wife's not going to be around for you to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, puppy plays not her thing. So, in the community that she wants to create and that she wants to be a part of, puppy play is not going to be a part of it. Mm. Does that mean puppy play is wrong? No. But does that mean my wife is wrong for not wanting to be around it? No. 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 And just like more specific to the lifestyle single guys you have single guys in the lifestyle it's not uncommon for couples 
to not want a lot of single guys around. Yeah. That's not the community that they want to be a part of. They're looking for something else. Does that mean single guys don't belong in the lifestyle? I'm just going to say yes, just to, you know, spice up a bit, but, <laughs> but no, no, it does not mean that. It is funny though. The judgment on single guys, yeah, that's reflected in like clubs charging more for single guys to get in, right? Like they've already kind of decided that they don't want a lot of single guys and uh, that they may not trust single guys. So you said a higher door price, right? Cause that kind of, that this is, this does not actually mean this, but there's there's sort of an implication that if you're willing to pay double the price as a couple to get in, like, hopefully you're on the up and up a little bit, right? Like, if you're willing to make that level, you know, commitment just to going in. Again, the club is looking to create an atmosphere. An atmosphere for swinging couples. Yeah. So, every couple on the planet is looking for a unicorn. So unicorns get discounted rates and, you know, they're rare enough. They're not taking up a whole lot of space Mm. in the community. Do you know what I mean? Like they're rare enough to where, yeah, that's why they're called unicorns. You know, it's a rare mythical creature that nobody's ever seen (laughs) or caught. (laughs) So, but then, then you have couples looking for other couples but they're very distrustful of single men. And in my experience at, at venues that don't restrict single males, um, it changes the environment. Hmm. It makes for a different experience. So in order to tailor the experience to the swinging couple, yeah, they, they were, they restrict the amount of single males that they allow to come. Mm-hmm. And yes, they hope that by increasing the price to an astronomical amount, only serious single males will show up. Yeah. I find that's not always the case. I find a lot of times that when, you know, if a couple's paying $40 and a single male is paying $90 to get into a place, the single male f- feels pretty much entitled. Right, yeah, that can really backfire. <laughs> now, it's not always the case. I, yeah. There are a lot of really cool single guys in the lifestyle. And again, they have a place. Yeah. I, I know a lot of couples that love single males. I think single males are cool. However, if I go to a club and there's 40 couples and 40 single males, it's really not as fun. Mm. Is when you go to a couple, uh, go to a, an event where there's, you know, 50, 50 couples and 10 single males. Yeah. It just, for whatever reason, the atmosphere is just off. Yeah. But that's a judgment we all make on single males. Like one single male fucked up somewhere, or enough single males fucked up somewhere to where now we have this negative, this negative in- image of single males. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I kind of get it because, like, I, I mean, I've met, you know, there's some single males out there that are awesome. You know, they're, they're yeah. cool dudes, great dudes. You know? And it's shit that they get shit on just yeah. because they're single males. Yeah. And and it sucks because there's, there's, you know, it's not much you can do to change that. And, you know, they could try to find a partner, I guess, maybe. And, you know, and I've, I've 
I've heard of that of uh, you know a guy and a uh, a man and woman getting together just so they can go in as a couple, right? Um, yeah, but you you get into that and then like that's not entirely honest. So yeah. you know, I mean, if, if somebody's willing to do that, like then you start thinking, how far are they willing to go to get what they want? Yeah, you know, and I imagine like. I don't really care if they're doing it to scam the door price because it's outrageous. And if you're a legitimate single male paying $90 to get in, uh, that's shit for you. Yeah. Like, I, I think that would suck. But as long as they're honest with the couples that they interact with and they're upfront about it, like, hey, we're just doing this together because, you know, this is the shit we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Eh. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. But, you know, it's all too often you see a single male that's got a girlfriend, quote, unquote, and they're really just doing it to to scam their way in because they know single males have such a hard road of it. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm being judgy. Like, I, I mean, I know that. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are things that I see that that yes, I judge, and it's not wrong. I'm looking for a certain experience, mm-hmm. and if you're not that experience, or I don't think you're that, I mean, that's a judgment I'm making. Yeah, no, your gut instinct is right most of the time, right? If you meet somebody and you just immediately get bad vibes, you're probably even if they want, if they actually are nice, you're probably gonna have a hard time getting over those bad vibes, right? Like when you when you meet somebody for the first time and you know it's the first time meeting them at the club and they're already super wasted and it's only like eight p.m. or something like that, right? I will judge somebody for that kind of thing, right? Yes, I will judge that they like to party. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I mean, that's it, like, or, I mean, look, we get judged by the clothes we wear everywhere. Yeah. You know, but in the lifestyle especially, I mean, there is a dress code code for every club that I know of. Yeah. Um, And if you're not in theme, in the, the event theme for that night, if there is one, then you need to be dressed a certain way. Yeah. You, you meet a couple for a date and they show up and, you know, sweatpants and a ripped concert shirt with paint on it like you know hair's all disheveled or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna make a judgment yeah you know and i mean you have to expect it it may work kind of the opposite way like maybe you wear the sweatpants and and the uh, battered shirt because you want to be around people that are okay hanging out in sweatpants and a battered shirt right right yeah so you're sort of it's almost like a little uniform you know, to sort of say to the world, like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> and if you're not okay with it, you know, like, go ahead and get out of here, you know, because I'm not, I'm probably not that interested in hanging out with you anyways, right? So, it's, a, I guess it's a two-way judgment street, Yeah, you call that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? I mean, it is. Just, like, so much that you hear about the lifestyle, like, so much advice you get. I just hear s- stuff get said that, in my mind, I, I think, that's stupid. You know, what I 
I don't know. I I want to be nice, but I really don't want to be nice today. Like <laughs> the lifestyle's not a judgment-free zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to expect to be judged. The lifestyle is a community and as long as you're looking to be a part of somebody else's sex life or you want somebody to be a part of yours, then you belong in the lifestyle. You have a place, but every place is not yours. Yeah. It's really, it's not that you're not going to, like, it's not a judgment-free zone. It's just a, on certain topics, a judgment-free zone, right? Um, Like the fact that you're swinging, judgment-free, right? But, you know, showing up to, showing up to the club in sweatpants when the club clears the dress code. You know, like, yeah, you're probably going to get judged for that for, like, you know, missing the memo, right, kind of thing. I got one, and it, it actually happened in real life. Showing up to the club, going into a room, practicing extreme BDSM, and freaking out the entire club because the person you were beating was screaming bloody murder. Hmm perfectly acceptable in a bdsm dungeon yes you know i've i've been in plenty of dungeons where blood curdling screams are coming from somebody that's getting whipped or spanked or paddled or whatever yeah in a swingers club probably not the right place yeah freaked a lot of people out Security didn't know how to handle it. Um, the patrons sure as fuck didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. And it created it created a buzz. You know? <laughs> like and it kind of fucked with other people's nights. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like okay, so you go to a dungeon and you expect to be triggered. If you have triggers, you might expect to be triggered. Mm-hmm. You go to a uh, swingers club, and you don't expect to be triggered like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there are triggers that can come up, for sure, but you don't, that's not, that's like walking down the street, and you hear somebody screaming bloody murder. All right, you might want to call the police, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> when you show up to a BDSM club, they, you know, they make it very clear. As like, as soon as you walk in the door, like, here's, you know, there's a lot of stuff you're gonna see. It, you, you, you may not be okay with it, you know, and but that's on you, right? Because we're we're letting you know ahead right. of time. And that's definitely not. When you go to swingers club, it's more about here's the rules of the club, you know. Um, here's what you're allowed to do, not allowed, specifically not allowed to do. Um, and that's, that's not really the sort of social contract you make when you walk in to, to a swingers club. It's a very different, um, sort of set of rules or experiences that you, you, that you're prepped for Mm -hmm. when you go into one versus the other. And so, yeah, I can see how like, man, yeah, getting very into very BDSM stuff at a swingers club may not go well you know unless you've 
yeah, made sure that because at the swingers club, like the you know, everyone I've been to, the rooms, you know, walls don't go all the way to the ceiling. Like you will hear things, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, by design, because yeah, it's a safety thing. Well, it well, it just seems to me. Well, one ventilation. Yeah. But <laughs> and I think you'd want it. Like if if those walls went all the way up, like. How bad would this room smell? <laughs> it would not be no, like a locker room. <laughs> but, but other than that, like, I mean, it's kind of hot hearing people moan and yeah. get off on each other. And, you know, with the low ceiling or the, the walls that don't go to the ceiling, you, you can hear that. Yeah. But you don't expect to hear blood curdling screams after a slap. No. You know, no. I mean, and you don't expect to hear it repeatedly, you know. And with BDSM, quite often there's an emotional reaction, and like there was in this case, and it poured out of the room. Mm. You know, like I said, security got involved. You know, page, like people were looking to to protect somebody. So, yeah, I mean, like, and, like, these people were judging the fuck. Like, as consensual as it was, they were getting the shit judged out of them. Mm. And rightfully so. Yeah. And it was, it probably wasn't great judgment to get into the BDSM stuff at the Swingers Club. Because you walk in, you know what the Swingers Club's about, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, you're allowed to mix BDSM and swinging. But... There's a time and a place. Yeah. You know, and and I hear a lot of BDSM practitioners feel like they get judged in the swinging lifestyle. Hmm. Now, it, although BDSM has its place in the swinging community, The swinging community is not the BDSM community. Do you know what I mean? So they're they're not everybody in the swinging community is into it. Yeah, or even accepting of it. Yeah, hell, I mean, for for as much uh, female female action as there is in the swinging community, homosexuality is really fucking frowned on. Yeah, you know who gets the worst rap than single males is bi males, bisexual males. That is. I don't think they get a worse rap, mm. but they do. They do get shit on. Yeah, and I mean, if you're a bi single male, you're fucked. Uh, yeah, or not fucked. <laughs> However you want to put it. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks that there's there is a, a double standard for heterosexual couples versus a you know homosexual couple or or bi couple. Yeah, if you're a homosexual couple to go to a club, you know you have to pay two single male fees. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. That's insane. Oh. I, mean, I mean, it's there is a lot of judgment in the lifestyle, mm. and as much as we want to say we're an accepting community, we're not as accepting as we like to think we are. Yeah, I mean. I kind of feel like the swinging community is like the Republican cousin of the poly community. Mm. Like if poly is way left and swinging is, is 
<laughs> way right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that's the thing. Like like we we hide behind things like I'm just sexually attracted to what I'm sexually attracted to. Mm. And and that's our justification. Like it it's okay for for me to be sexist or or racist or or whatever because homophobic because well that's what i'm sexual i can't help what i'm sexually attracted to mm. so so then i can say these things because i'm looking for sex this is about sex this isn't about this isn't about you right <laughs> and and we hide behind that i mean we're a very judgmental community and in some ways i mean in some ways that's okay like if I'm looking for another couple to have sex with, or my wife and I are looking for another couple to have sex with, and you're single, sorry, we're looking for a couple. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, if if you're a couple but only one of you plays, mm. we're we're not gonna play. I mean, now that's not entirely true in my case. However, it's it's not uncommon that you'll come across that. Yeah. If you're into hardcore BDSM and you just want to meet another couple just to play, but they know you're into hardcore BDSM, well, they're going to have their preconceived ideas and they may reject you just for that. Yeah. Just like if you're a poly couple and you meet a swinging couple and a swinging couple hears that you're poly, they might run for the hills. Yeah. Partially from a misunderstanding and partially because there's a fundamental difference in values. Go. What do you mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not familiar with Polly. So, and I'm not speaking for every Polly couple and I'm not Polly. So I, I can only tell you like my anecdotal experience, Mm. but in swinging, it's understood that it's based around the couple. Mm-hmm. So you have a married couple, and you are supposed to respect that relationship. Even though it's two individuals, you respect that, that marriage. Mm. And so... As a poly person coming into that, you have to respect that, take you and your wife. If I want to sleep with Danielle as a single guy, I said her name, cut that. <laughs> if I want to sleep with your wife as a single guy, um, I have to expect that you have veto power over it. Mm-hmm. I as a poly person that that's kind of offensive. Huh? You know what I mean? Like why would you have agency over two other people? That isn't, that is interesting. You know, cause like I've, my sort of approach to swinging was it's something you do together as a couple. And that's sort of why, you know, it's, Seeking out other couples is generally what what you 
do because you want to make sure that everybody is involved, right? You don't want anybody to be left out of, say, an experience or something like that. And then over time, that changes a little bit, right? And people can go play on their own, whatever. And that's fine. But that's sort of like where, where what it starts as is we're a couple. Let's find other couples because we want. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to leave my wife out of anything. I don't want to be left out of anything, right? Um, and yeah, part of that is that you you set up rules and veto power for each other. Like if if my wife's my wife can veto anything, and I will ask zero questions, and I will give you know zero pushback. I'll just be like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> like if you you said nope, I'm that that's that's fine. That's how it is, you know. And I I had no idea that it makes sense now that you explain it, but I didn't realize how that does not jive with Polly. Right. Well, and and that's the thing. Like it, in my experience with Polly. It is very much between the individuals. Mm. My relationship with you is my relationship with you. Your relationship with your wife is that's your thing. Mm. Okay. However, my relationship that's between you and I. Yeah. You and I negotiate the boundaries and the rules of our relationship. Why now? you and your wife you negotiate your roles and if there's a conflict of uh, in some way then that's something that you have to deal with mm. however your wife telling me that i can't have anal with you do you know what i mean yeah like well why is she negotiating for us? Right. Like she's not even involved in this. Exactly. It's yeah. it's not, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, and I can see how in, in a grand scheme of, of ethical actions, it's kind of shitty to try to exert that kind of agency over somebody else. Mm-hmm. However, this is just something we accept in the swinging community. We're married. You know what yeah. I mean? We're yeah. married. We set up the rules and if she doesn't if whatever her feelings are, if she does not want me to sleep with you, I'm not going to sleep with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. matter. She could never even have met you but feel jealous or threatened or she just heard bad shit about you. Yeah. It's not going to happen. You know, and you're expected to respect that. If you don't respect that, there's going to be some judgment. Yeah. You know, and people are going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, like, so the difference between the poly community and the swinging community is, I think that that that's what creates a lot of the friction when the friction does happen, because I know a lot of poly people in the lifestyle and they're fucking amazing, mm-hmm. but it, there are a different set of values mm. and you're coming from very different places and it creates issues. So when a poly couple sees a swinging couple and the swinging couple runs for the Hills, it's because they don't want to deal with that shit. They want, they want to operate under the same rules 
and they don't want to go through the trouble of having to figure that out. Yeah. It's a judgment. And it feels like shit when you're the poly couple. Anytime you're judged and you're on the wrong end of being judged, it sucks. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, and so I understand why people complain about it, but I am confused why they're shocked every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, you really do have to prep yourself for, you know, you really got to just, you got to know what you're getting into, right? And how it can go and how it can go badly and be prepared for it. You know, it's, doesn't mean that you have to be okay with it or that it has to feel good, but just, you know, you should be ready for it. Yeah. So, you know, you, you see on the message boards and people are like, you know, it's bullshit. Like that, you know, somebody said shit about me because I'm in the BDSM. And yeah, it is shitty. You know what I mean? I mean, if they're if they're making a judgment on you based solely on that and and don't believe that you have a place in the lifestyle solely because you're into BDSM, that's a shitty thing. Mm-hmm. But I go to church. Like, well, I don't go to church. But if I went to church and people found out I was a swinger, I'd fully expect some judgment. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would... We all stereotype. Um, whether you're a swinger or whether you're from Alabama or, you know what I mean? We all have stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And, and we do that. to It makes life easy. You know what I mean? We see something, we categorize it, and we can move on. Yeah, we, we understand. We know what that is just we, by looking at it. We love categorizing things. Yeah. Like, we really do. Yeah. And, and, and. So, and like I said, swingers being the Republicans of the kink community. (laughs) I think Um, we just found our episode title. (laughs) (laughs) We, we do that very easily. You know what I mean? It, it makes life simple for us. So we, once we see the otherness, we can move on. Mm. Once we see that we're not the same, then we can move on, and and that leaves some people or makes people feel left out. Mm-hmm. So, but again, like I said, it's it's not always a bad thing. Like, you, you, if you're not into BDSM, and that's not what you want to be around, then you might not want to be around BDSM practitioners. So you see somebody and you say, "No, thank you for me." The problem is when you say, "Um." You're not for me, so you don't belong in the community. Mm. That's an issue. Yeah, because that's that's just not true. Like, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's, I think there. If you want to fuck, or I think at a minimum, if you want to watch somebody fuck, then you have a place in the community. You know what yeah. I mean? There is a place for you, whether you're a voyeur, an exhibitionist, gay, straight, married, single, poly, monogamous. If you want to see somebody fuck, then you belong. Yeah. 
There's nothing wrong with that. I I would argue that if you believe that there's anybody that absolutely does not belong in the community because their kinks don't match your kinks, then you probably don't belong in the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you probably should make your own community very specific. Like, we are married Christian swingers <laughs> who only date white married Christian swingers. <laughs> we only swing missionary. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a woman. You have to be less than 130 pounds. <laughs> And as a male, you have to be at least six feet tall. Like, may, maybe make your specific community. Is there a lesson we can take from this? Or, or, or a piece of advice, right? <sighs> Like maybe we should try. We should all try to be more aware of how we make snap judgments like that. Well, we're all judgmental fuckers. Yeah. I mean, like anybody says, oh, I'm not judgmental. You're judgmental. Mm-hmm. Whether you do it in your head or you do it out loud, you're still ju- you're still making judgments every yeah every second you're talking to somebody, you're making judgments. Yeah. Um, I think understanding that and recognizing that I, I i think that's a good first step right you know recognize the judgments that you make and then maybe try to think about why you made those judgments right like, maybe that'll inform your actions next time yeah you know i mean if if you're judging somebody just based on one little thing you know about them i mean there's there's a whole vast person that you could <laughs> you're skipping over yeah. You know, I mean, if you're judging me because my hair isn't brushed, uh, you know, maybe you talk to me for 20 minutes, it wouldn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it'd become charming. You never know. Yeah. Probably not charming. <laughs> Definitely not charming. And I guess, I guess there's also the flip side. It's maybe, you know, try to be a little aware of how, like, you might get judged, right? Like, don't go, you know, if if you if you go to the swinger club in sweatpants, be prepared to have a lot of people not want to talk to you, you know. Yeah. And that's not great. I'm not saying it's good or anything like that. I feel I feel bad even saying that, right? Because, like, I want everything to be a judgment-free zone, and I want everyone to be able to express themselves freely and be true themselves and so on. Um, Well, none of us are right for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody is universally the thing. Except for maybe Brad Pitt. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, nobody is perfect for everybody. So there's going to be somebody that judges you to be not worthy. Yeah. I, I, I think that it, as long as you can understand that even though that person or that act isn't for you, that doesn't mean it isn't for everybody. Mm. And maybe show a little grace and make a little space mm. in your community for that. I think maybe that's 
what I'd like to see. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, but read the room. You know, you go to a black tie event, you don't show up in your t-shirt, right? Well, what was the tuxedo t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's formal, but it also says I like to party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know. Yeah, read the room. <laughs> well, really, I mean, it's it's that simple. Like, you know, um, sometimes pet play isn't appropriate. Mm. Um, there's nothing wrong with pet play. Sometimes a DS relationship, sometimes expressing that isn't the right place or the right time. Mm. You know, you're in a DS relationship and your sub talks back to you and you spank her. Maybe the funeral isn't the right place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it might not be the right place to whip somebody at the swingers club. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, you go to a nudist resort, having sex on the, at the pool, maybe not the right place. Mm. However, go to a swingers club, having sex at the pool, might be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> the know, right place. You know what I mean? So, no... I mean, really, I guess the lesson here is use good judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Not all judgment is bad. I'm the worst. (laughs) Use good judgment. Yeah. 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 I I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, you did it. You made the end of an episode. We're a little interested in hearing what you have to say. So if you have any thoughts you want to share with us, you can go to our website, swingmadesimple.com, and leave us a voice message. Or you can email us, swingmadesimple at gmail.com, and uh, we may read it. Or not.